yet how they had this opportunity to move to Sicily free of charge and live in one of their houses for a year. And I thought, wow, Sicily for free. To the very first episode of the Out of Limits podcast. Uh, this is something new that we're trying. Well, it's not so new right now because it feels like this is probably episode five. It's not episode five, but just a lot of takes. It's been a lot of uh, trial and error and uh, technology issues, but uh, we're having a great time. <laughs> it's fantastic. Excellent. I, I hope you guys like it, because I don't know how long we're going to do this for, but if this goes well, maybe we'll get into a rhythm and then, you know, it'll it'll go. But um, You can expect more from the Laura and Philippe show. Enough about this. Really, what is this all about? What are we doing here? Well, Out of Limits came out of a conversation that we've had with a few people now. They were asking us about this 10-month-long uh, journey moving our family to Sicily. And um, and so we thought that it would be a great way to share. It would be uh, in this podcast format. So this is how it all started. But really, Out of Limits also comes around out of this idea of uh, looking at your constraints in your life and how can you take all those constraints and try to grow out of your limits. And so this is... Uh, this is where it starts. Actually, where does it start, Laura? Well, why don't we introduce ourselves to people first? Oh, that's right. We, uh, that was <laughs> on that. take three, I think. I know. We did a great yeah. job with we the We did intro. that the last time, but yes. it didn't record properly. So who are we? Well, I'm Philippe Beaupalant, and I'm joined here with Laura Beaupalant, my beautiful wife. Of almost 20 years. That's right. Yeah. That's not this, what this podcast no. is all about right now. Maybe the next one. No. Maybe. <laughs> okay, where did it all start? Well, Philippe, you may not remember this, but it was two years ago yesterday that it all got started. Not so dissimilar to, from today, cold, snowy, January morning. So it In was, Toronto. Yeah, in Toronto. So it's January 23rd, 2024, when we're recording this, and January 22nd. 2022, I know because I went back in the history of all my text messages to find when was that exactly that this idea became a seed planted in our in our minds. So picture this, we are sitting in our dining room, it's cold and snowy outside, we're drinking our morning coffee, nothing out of the ordinary, like we normally would start our day. And Philippe texts me an article across the table. And what was in that article, Philippe? Well, I think it was from one of the, the uh, like travel publication, probably Travel and Leisure or something like that. Anyways, it was this article talking about Airbnb and how they had this opportunity to move to Sicily free of charge and live in one of their houses for a year. And I thought, wow, Sicily for free. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of where it started. Uh, yeah, so you you flipped this article to me, and you text me a lot of things. So you know, I yes. you don't always get an enthusiastic response <laughs> from what you send me, but this one obviously struck a chord for a number of reasons, right? Pandemic and winter, and just you know, 
needing change, something different. And so it really captured me. And I very enthusiastically said, we should do this. And that is kind of how it all got started. We both felt excited at this idea. Yeah, that was uh, the timing was good. The timing was really good. Um, timing is everything. Yeah. And so that, that's how it started. But then, you know, we went on our with our morning routine and getting everybody organized. And then we didn't talk about it for a little while. Not like a well, while, but like a couple of hours. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't stop thinking about it in my head. We were already doing it. So <laughs> <laughs> I move quickly and... Once I get an idea in my head, it's hard to hard to get rid of it. So then we had to continue that conversation. And I think you and I both came at it and we're like, I'm still thinking about this. How about you? Yeah, me too. And it it all kind of snowballed from there. Yeah. It just felt like, what's the worst that could happen, right? So actually, the, the barrier to entry there is very low. All we had to do was apply. So really, and then decide from there. Yeah, and would do. I think, you know, what happened too is that we realized that the things that might have felt like limitations previously were no longer limitations. We didn't have the same constraints around working and being physically here in Toronto. Um, I, you know, I was back working at home. We were working from this exact space and we're like, well, I could do this anywhere. The kids had been in and out of virtual school. So we're like, okay, well, school doesn't need to be that barrier anymore. And so some of those limits or self-imposed limits were removed. Now, there's still that limit of the discomfort of doing something like this. And I think a lot of people talk about it, but then it's the actual doing. And so I think we started to realize, hey, you know what? This is possible for us. Absolutely. I think even at that time, we were quite comfortable in our house. We were quite comfortable with a routine. We saw that there were some challenges around education and remote school was not working properly. It didn't inspire them to learn, to do anything in that regard. So there was definitely some things that could use a little bit of a push, a little bit of a shake up. Shake up. Yep. And, yeah. and so this also resonated, you know, in that regards. It was the, I think the breaking of habits that had developed, um, obviously the bad ones <laughs> during the pandemic, it was to try something different and, and get outside of that comfort zone. And, uh, we thought it was the perfect opportunity where it felt like that to us to do that. Yeah. So we applied. So so we, uh, our application was a video, so we recorded a video, and uh, in fact, you can find a, a portion of that video is on our, in our uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, the answer is yes, Yes. exclamation mark. Yeah, we'll, we'll put it in the show notes. And, uh, and so we submitted it, and then, and then we waited. There was a bit of a waiting period. I think we had to submit it by uh, February, and then... Yeah, know, they were choosing in April or coming out with their top 10 finalists or something. And so there was a long waiting time in there. And I think it was during that time that, you know, that initial excitement of like, ooh, this opportunity, I think in our heads we had it or we were going. And so then we started to think about, well, what if we don't get it? And 
then what? Are we just going to do nothing? And that no longer felt like an option. I feel like, I don't know, I, I can't even describe the feeling of like getting so excited at this possibility of moving abroad and then not doing it. I think it would have felt very... I would have felt very dejected and low. And, and yeah, I don't think that that felt like an option for me. That's right. I agree. Yeah. And I think this is when we started thinking, well, I'm not sure I want to just leave this up to somebody else to decide whether or not we do this. Plus, the fact that we'd be uprooting our lives and moving our kids and uh, it would be, um, it's a big change. And we don't want to live with this idea of this big change just hanging over our heads if if it's a yes or no decision. So we wanted to take uh, things into our own hands. Well, and I think that was obviously, that was still plan A. <laughs> and then we yeah. wanted a plan B. And so we started looking at what that opportunity included or didn't. And what did we really want? If we were going to do this our way, what, what were those parameters we were looking for? And so now it's like the world is open. We are no longer limited to Sicily we could go anywhere. And so we really started to look around and see where else could we go? Yeah, so we wanted somewhere warm, warmer than Toronto. So we looked at uh, Central and South America. We looked at Europe, but it would have to be Southern Europe. Um, So where Sicily is, of course, and then perhaps Spain or maybe even Portugal. And uh, and in the end, so, so that heat was one requirement. Yeah. And then there was also just this cultural adventure that we wanted to have. So we wanted to, and, and this is why we kind of thought about Europe again as a way to uh, explore some different things. So uh, everything is in close proximity. It's easy to catch some, some flights from one country to another and, uh, and kind of really compress a lot of different things together in the same area. Yeah, exposing the kids to all these different cultures and languages and places and people and history, all within a very short flight away, not to mention wherever we would live. So that felt like we needed to be close to an international airport, and Europe felt like the best option. Then it was looking at, okay, we also want a relatively inexpensive place to live. We don't want all of our money going towards the place we're living and food and all of those normal costs of of day-to-day living, we wanted to keep most most of that money for all of the adventures and travel we had or wanted to take. So, you know, those were sort of those three parameters was close to an international airport, you know, for easy travel to other places, a warmer climate, and a relatively inexpensive place to live. And so in doing all of that research, we still came back to Sicily. And it felt like, it really felt like the perfect place for us. And a lot of people asked us, I remember, so do you know people in Sicily or do you speak Italian? We're like, nope and nope. We do not speak Italian and we don't know anybody there, which was part of it. We wanted to actually be outside of our comfort zone. And a lot of questions were for us around, why not France with, you know, Philippe being French-Canadian, the kids speaking French, my French is decent, it would have been an easy choice or an easier move to choose France. And that felt like the natural choice for other people, for us. Yeah, and I, and I wasn't sure about that. Um, 
I like the idea of going somewhere where we didn't speak the language. Um, and France is very different than Canada. Uh, and so I, uh, yeah, I wasn't sure. We, we had been to France a number of times, different parts in France. And uh, yeah, wasn't sure if that's, that's really the adventure I was looking for. And even if you're in the south of France, it's not as warm. <laughs> Again, going, you know, we were planning this in January, so... Well, and I think just historically and and that we could see that Sicily was just full of history and and all of that. And it it felt like such a interesting opportunity for us to explore all kinds of new things that none of us had ever experienced before. Because, you know, this yes, this was a great opportunity for the kids, but doesn't mean that it wasn't also for us. <laughs> well, yeah, it was going to be fun for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. So that was the that was the idea, you know, despite being able to go anywhere, we decided to put our sights on Sicily. So at this point now we're we're planning, we've, you know, we've put in the application, but what we didn't talk about is talking about this idea with the kids. Yes. And so it's not just about us. Our because kids at the time were 10 and, and 14. 14. And um, at the time of this conversation. And so, yeah, they're individuals. They have, they have their own opinions. Uh, we wanted them to be just as excited uh, as yeah. we were. And so we have to sell them on this idea. <laughs> Thankfully, we're both entrepreneurs and uh, we put our best, you know, pitch hat on and we'll share more about that conversation and the plan on the next episode. Stay tuned. <laughs>